listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's time for American RVer. On this show, we travel to Tampa, Florida, and meet inventor Rob Lowe and look at his product, the RV Fuse Switch, a quick and easy way to defeat your fuses for towing. Next, Bev Larson brings you another RV renovation tip on where you can put a hard floor surface in your RV. Finally, we meet Glenn and Sharon Wilkinson and talk to them about a unique work camping experience they had. It's all up next on American RVer. Welcome to our product segment of American RVer. Have you ever been frustrated with your towed, your towed vehicle? When you're trying to pull your fuses, when you've got somewhere to go, it's raining out maybe, and, and it's just getting so frustrating because you're trying to get these fuses in or out. And um, I, I think we might have a solution for you on that. We're, we're talking with uh, Robert Lowe, or Rob Lowe, and no, not the actor, but <laughs> Rob, um, has a uh, a product that's called an RVing fuse switch, and uh, Rob, welcome to the program. Thank you. Nice to be here, Jim. Um, we're going to be talking about this fuse switch, and if if you haven't heard of it before, it's fascinating because I know a lot of people hate pulling their fuses out every time they have to stop and unhook their toad or hook it back up and put your fuses back in. So this is definitely a great alternative. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it and how this all came about? Sure. Well, let me go back on the history of it. Uh, about 1998, we had people coming to us and saying, I've got to remove on my tow car three fuses. And we said, that's unbelievable. How can this be? So we started looking in the manuals and always go to the RVing section of the manual where it says towing in recreational vehicle towing or something of that nature and look in the manual and in the manual you'll see the manufacturer recommending to remove a number of switches or excuse me a number of fuses and as a result of that we said well we can probably come up with a design of a switch that will allow you to take the fuse out electrically rather than physically having to remove it each time. And in most cases, we got it down to either two circuits or, in many cases, one circuit. That's in 1998. Mm -hmm. Fast forward ahead now, most manufacturers uh, of the common tow cars have a requirement to remove one fuse. Some have two, and in, in fact, there's a couple of vehicles out there where they're actually asking you to remove three. And so what we came up with was a what we call an RVing fuse switch, which is a, a unit like that it has prongs that match up and go into the fuse panel. They look exactly like a fuse when uh -huh. you take them out. We have a fuse holder where a fuse that was in the panel now gets placed when the switch is installed. So you still have an inline fuse for an protection. An inline fuse for protection. And then we have a switch which is designed to fit up to a 3 8 inch wide panel and it's a 3 quarter inch hole to drill. And we recommend it being mounted on the inside fuse panel, which is where these cars are, uh, generally have their fuse panel, uh -huh. uh, on the outer door in such a way that you can remove the panel door with the fuse switch attached and still access the rest of the panel. And this particular product then is all double insulated. You'll notice that it's all shrink wrapped around all the electrical connectors. Uh -huh. They're all protected. 
and they are the same thickness and design and length as the fuse so they'll actually be a physical replacement for the fuse and because we're using in most cases the vehicle's original fuse there's no need to even buy a fuse and so I assume you remove the fuse out of the panel and you put it into your exactly, housing exactly mm -hmm. and we give a one-page instruction sheet that gives you all of the information you need to do that the hole is drilled with a with a power auger similar to what you'd use for drilling a hole in wood mm -hmm. a flat panel one it'll take longer to put the few the uh, drill into the drill and then it will to drill the hole it's right very simple it's very on quick. a plastic panel mm -hmm. now some cars uh, most commonly the CRV uh, the fuse panel is buried to the left of the driver's um, steering wheel up behind the dash and it the fuse that needs to be removed is on the top left of that panel. It's very mm -hmm. difficult to get at. Right. So for that reason, we have a longer version. You can see that it's a physically By a about longer three inches, version, four three inches. Or four inches longer. Mm -hmm. Again, we want to keep it as short as possible because we are taking power out of the panel and returning it to the panel. And we want to be absolutely certain that there's no way that that can be shorted because part of it is not fused. Right. And this one will fit on the fuse panel on the CRV and it now mounts down on the lower panel on the newer models and up on an upper panel, a little coin holder side uh, on the, on the uh, uh, newer models. Now, if you, have, older models. if you have multiple fuses that you have to pull out, obviously you're going to have multiple ends that you have That's to plug right. in. We have on the dual circuit ones, we have a single switch that has two circuits and two fuse holders in the circuit. And I don't have any with me, but mm -hmm. it would look similar to that in terms of there'd be two fuse holders together. Mm -hmm. And there'd be two ends at the end, and they're coded and then one fuse switch, which flips on and off. A double pull, double du throw switch. That's exactly it. Right. So that allows uh -huh. those switches to be flipped off and turn two circuits off. There's only one vehicle that I'm aware of now, the Cadillac SRX, that requires three fuses to be pulled, and we do that with a dual circuit, one in a single. Just right. at this point, there's no switch out there that makes three uh -huh. uh, circuits at once. Right. Now, tell me, what are we looking at cost-wise for these? Uh, this particular switch, the short fuse switch, which is probably 85-90% of the market, is $39.95 plus shipping mm -hmm. and handling. And the longer one, the CRV one, uh, is $44.95 plus shipping and handling. So it's a relatively, it's lower than the price of the wiring kit that you'd use to put the wiring on your, on and, your tow car. And it's very easy to use. That's Absolutely. the bottom line. <laughs> it's as simple as flipping a switch off when you tow mm -hmm. and flipping it back on when you drive. And I have seen, uh, I can remember looking at a full-timer uh, HHR, which is one of the models that we uh, have found is a very common tow car, where the fuse literally was falling out of the car. Hmm. And it's my understanding, talking to those that are aware of how designs are made with, with respect to fuse panels, that a fuse panel's design spec is something uh, in the order of 25 to 50 removals. So the oh. contacts are designed to have fuses removed, which in... in when you think about it, it makes sense. That's true. Because you're very rarely taking a fuse out of a car. Unless you're an fuse. RVer. Unless you're an <laughs> RVer. And so that's why this product fits that particular market. Well, now tell our viewers how they could purchase these products. They can order them. Now we are starting to make them available at the larger RV dealers around the nation. We, they can go to our website, which is rv-partsplus.com, and they can order uh, by doing that, or they can call us toll-free at 1-877-266-5398.
I think it's a great idea, and, uh, and you said you have another product that will be coming out for people that have under-the-hood uh, fuse that's boxes, right. and that's, that'll be coming out soon as well. Yeah, we hoped in the first quarter of 2011 to have that model. It's in testing now, and we're just uh, finalizing the design, and it will be a very simple to install, but it will be designed for the under-the-hood 30 to 60 amp fuses, which are common on the larger um, vehicles such as the Chevy Traverse, the Buick uh, Enclave, those type of vehicles. Okay. Jeep Wrangler also has that. Well, great. Well, if you've been really frustrated with your fuses, pulling them and putting them in again, here's your solution right here. And uh, thank you very much, Rob, for being on the show. And we'll be back in a moment. Bev Larson tells you where you can put a hard surface floor in your RV. RVers, listen up. Have you been wanting a new TV satellite system or that new Motosat internet uplink equipment? Cordell Sales and Service, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, is the premier satellite systems installer and repair center for the Southeast. Our mobile technicians do make house calls and will repair or install on-site. Call Cordell at 704-264-9486 or email mohotogo at cs.com. Connecting customers to satellites since 1995 with sales, parts, and service. Well, hello there and welcome to Interior Renovation Tips for RVs. My name is Bev Larson and I own a company called Classic Coachworks, which is situated in Lakeland, Florida. And we specialize in interior renovations of all kinds of RVs. Now, last month, we talked about the idea of removing old, worn, dirty carpet and replacing that with hard surface flooring. And we talked about the kinds of hard surface flooring that would be options for you to use. Today, I want to talk about where do you put that hard surface flooring? Well, my customers put it in as many places as possible. They really don't like that carpet. Many of them put the carpet into their coaches right from the front of the cockpit through to the living area and then the galley. And some of them even put that hard surface through to the washroom area and the water closet. Most people will keep the carpet that they already have in the bedroom. Now, another question that people have is, can I put the, the hard surface right through, even through the bedroom? And some people want to do that. So virtually on any flat surface in your coach or RV, you can put hard surface flooring. Another question people have is, well, can I pick a tile look? like a ceramic or a stone look? Can I pick a, a plank, a wood plank look? And you can go either way. I would say though, that if you have tile in your galley or in your washroom area that you want to keep, you're going to want to choose a wood look and vice versa. If you've got a wood look in your galley or your washroom, I would suggest putting in a tile look. It's much easier to match and contrast than to try to get one tile to match the tile that you already have. Another thing I would suggest, no matter what kind of flooring you choose, is to put that flooring, at least consider putting it on a diagonal, because it makes your coach look a lot wider. And of course, in a coach, bigger is better. So there are a couple of tips to do with hard surface flooring, where you can put it. You can put it almost anywhere in the coach that you like, 
and use the diagonal. It'll make it look so much bigger. Thank you very much and come back and see us again for interior renovation tips. I'm Bev Larson. Next, we meet Glenn and Sharon Wilkinson in our Friends Across America segment. Are you looking for some free camping, fun in the sun, and the opportunity to check out one of the fastest growing membership park systems in the U.S.? Western Horizons will give you a complimentary 25-night stay in any of their 18 RV resorts across the country. Just go to the American RVer homepage, click on the free Western Horizons camping link, and download and print the front and back of your free certificate. Read the back of the certificate for all the details. Check out Western Horizons plus camp for free. Go to www.americanrveer.com for your free certificate. Welcome back to American RVer. This segment of Friends Across America, we've met Glenn and Sharon Wilkinson, and we're going to talk about work camping because a lot of people on the road need to have a supplement their income or maybe just are bored and want something to do. So we thought we'd talk about this unique work camping experience that they've had the last uh, couple of months. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you for having us. You're very yes, welcome. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about what you've been doing in terms of work camping. It's nothing that I had ever heard of before. We approached a, a gentleman in Texas about two years ago and he explained that he was on the oil wells and that he was working security on oil wells and that it was very dirty and very dusty and very not 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 very well so we it was intriguing but mm -hmm. it wasn't anything that we wanted to do right so in the escapees magazine there was a story of a woman and her husband who had worked on the gas wells so i sent her an email she explained to me what they had done and who to contact we contacted this company called GateGuard Services out of uh, Corpus Christi, mm -hmm. and uh, they put us on, and we worked there for the last four months guarding uh, security gates on the gas well. At a gas well. Gas okay, well so not sites. oil, but gas. Gas well. Okay, yes. have them for both, natural yeah. gas or the oil wells. Yeah. Uh-huh. We just happened to be on the natural gas. Now, Sharon, was this a 24-7 job, or was it just a certain period, and then you came back? Yes, or? yes. It was 24-7. Somebody had to be at the site, at the gate, 24 hours a day, one or the other of us. We couldn't both leave at the same time. So if we needed groceries or if you had to go to the laundromat, one or the other of us would go, and the other would stay behind. I have to believe this yeah. was, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely not. No. No. No, the no. first one... Uh, where your office is now and just beyond that was a Hooters uh, and the second one we were just off of uh, 35 at a, at a main drilling site the third one we were out in a cow pasture but yes. it was it was not far from from anything like two miles from Walmart and the last one we were smack dab in the center of Flower Mound Texas oh and that's a city it oh. certainly is oh I'm so surprised yep. Well, if you're working 24-7, someone's got to be awake at night. What'd you do, just take shifts? One yes. did the day shift, one did the night shift? Yes, yes. We, we, we cut that 24 hours right in half, or we try to, but there, after a while, one or the other of us would get so tired that the other one would kind of step in just and relieve pick them. up the slack. Mm -hmm. yeah. But was it really intense? I mean, were you checking in trucks, or mm -hmm. were you, what were you doing? Well, you, it depended on the, depended on the circumstance. Uh, sometimes you were just checking trucks in and out, and they, they'd come in every 20 minutes or so all night. Sharon worked seven in the morning to seven at night, and I'd work seven at night to seven in the morning. 
and there was uh, one place that we had a gate and there was we were surrounded by cows and heifers and a mule and <laughs> they would get up to the gate so we would actually have to go push them away from the gate to open it up to let the trucks come in close the gate and they'd come right back over again so you were really a farmer too yeah yeah <laughs> you had to be a farmer you had to like you had to like cattle or that wasn't the place for you are these long-term commitments no uh the when they're in there drilling the well or fracking the well they they're only that there sounds probably like a bad word Sharon. couple weeks i know it does <laughs> but what they do is they they pump uh, water into the uh wells and oh. it, it cracks and fractures the well so this natural gas can seep better and and it just produces better the well so you guys better. are now natural gas experts no no we're far not experts from far from it <laughs> believe me when i tell you but we do know now when they when they talk about things what to expect and and how they do it and and like Sharon said, the fracture of the well, um, the, the, the veins that they're opening up are only about this big all through here. Seriously, like an eighth of an inch? Yeah, and oh, when yeah. they fracture the well to open it, they only open it to like a quarter of an inch. But they fracture it forever. The, the amazing thing that we ran into was they'll drill straight down for 8,000 feet. They stop, bring it up to the 3,000 foot level, and then they start turning it, and they drill horizontal for half a mile. Oh, that sounds Same amazing! Pipe. Yeah. And they can really? even make a turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm. They can even yeah. turn that pipe. It's just. Yeah. Not only can they I go this way, it, but, they, but they can turn the pipe and go this way and yeah. go around property and go back in again. It's just oh, amazing. Oh, because what now they, they would, I would assume, have to have uh, mineral rights. That's yes, right. they do. And so if they didn't have mineral rights or for permission. that property, they or would permission. have to go around it yeah. or permission. And they yeah. actually would go around people's property that didn't give them permission. Isn't that something? Yeah. That is the most unique work camping experience I've really heard of. We enjoyed ourselves. It was, it was yeah. certainly different. And we met a lot of, of course, a lot of nice people. The young fellows that work on the wells, they. You know, they, we had a good time with them. Sharon, were you yep. baking cookies for them? No, no, no. In <laughs> fact, they were bringing me candy bars. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was telling one of them that we were here 24-hour day, can't even go to the grocery store. And another fella, he was uh, listening in to our little conversation between another young man and I. And he said, well, she wants a candy bar. You want to get her a candy bar? And I said, oh, no, I don't need a candy bar. Well, how about a hamburger? I said, well, sure, I took a hamburger. Well, they came back about two hours later, and they had a whole bag of candy for me. <laughs> Couldn't get the hamburger. Not the burgers. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't get the burger. But we, we had a good time. They're now, are there some people. downsides to this? Obviously, 24-7 may be a downside for some people. Uh, I suppose it could yeah. be. It could be. Uh, if, we, if you both drive, you're fine, yeah. because then you can leave separately but if one cannot drive for one reason or another or don't drive then that person has to stay right there 24 hours a day and the other one would leave mm -hmm. you know and, and get the break so you do, do need a break from it once in a while yeah now mm -hmm. do they usually use just RVers do you think is that a big RV job work camping job right now the company that we worked for basically all they were all RVers mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't mean that you can't live close and, and, and stay there but you have to you have to have something to live in. You, right. you can't go home. Do they provide uh, water, sewer, yes. electric, I, and all of I that? I called it the Texas hookup. The Texas full hookup. Every place we went, a trailer would follow us, and on the trailer was a 15,000-watt generator. 
a, a big black round tank, 500 gallons of water, a tank of uh, 200 gallons of diesel fuel, and they had a company that would come in and provide it. It was a 250 gallon, what you would call a blue boy. This was a gray boy, uh, but it was 250 gallons, and they hooked it direct to the motorhome, and you you could they pumped that out once a week. Wow. Well, it sounds like a tremendous experience. It was. It was yeah. very good. It I don't is. know what our I don't know what our next experience is going to be, but I mean, we we've 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 tried it, liked it, and uh -huh. now now yeah. we'll just look Made for something new else. Friends. Made yeah. new friends. Yeah, a lot of new friends. Well, again, it just attests to the RV lifestyle that you can do more than one thing. Yep. If you want to do something, you come back and do it again next winter. So you're out mm -hmm. of the cold north. You can do that. And if you don't want to, you don't have to do that, yeah, that's right. that's which is great. That's what's nice about our RV lifestyle. You, right. You've got choices. Right. You've got the freedom to pick and choose what you want right. to do. Exactly. And that's what we enjoy about it as well. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, I really appreciate it. Me. Well, thank you yeah. for stopping in. Yeah, absolutely. We've enjoyed you. Good. Well, thank you for uh, staying tuned to American RVer. We'll see you next month. your satellite TV and internet needs, call Cordell Satellite Sales and Service at 704-264-9486.